Bakase is like, okay, you have to take her somewhere. You know, so you can go somewhere you've been all the time, but not this place. This place is like weird and creepy and grimy. Yeah. And you get a, sh- you see the manager just like giving them the biggest stink eye. Mm, yeah. yeah. And even the fucking like, er, and then he was like, okay, well then the May Queen. And she's <laughs> like, you can't go to a maid cafe for your first date. And he goes, okay, then the weapon store. <laughs> Does he really? I missed that. That's hilarious. Yeah, he said, yeah, he said weapon store. She's like, when have we ever went to the weapon store? <laughs> so good. Welcome back to my first anime, Steins Gate. This week we'll be covering episode 17 through 20, assuming I can count. Uh, I am Chris Bailey. I am Salvador, also known as Monkey. And I am Anthony Vaught. Um, I will preface this by saying, going into these episodes, I am not at all upset that I cannot have the series finished right now. I am perfectly okay with stopping here. Oh, uh, episode 20? <laughs> yep. I didn't want to just say fuck the podcast and finish um, the series. Oh, you almost did that again. No, I want to so bad. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. Launch into our anime minute. Owens, would you like to talk about that, your anime minute? So I finished Trails of Cold Steel 4. I'm going to try and condense what is effectively a culmination of like an eight game saga and my feelings on that down into about a minute. For better or worse, there's a gigantic cast of characters that they try to do good by, like, all of them. Sounds too long. It mostly works. Well, it's actually not that long, but they just, like, truck the character stuff along. And most of the characters only have a little bit to do. And But it, it works as, like, a good send-off for most of those characters if they aren't going to be returning in the next parts. Which okay. I sincerely doubt most of them will. Um, if you're familiar with the series... Estelle rules, don't at me. Really not interested if you disagree, so fuck off. If you are interested in playing the series, very, very highly recommend. It's like low-key. If you told me I could have a new Legend of Heroes game versus any other like RPG, the only one I would take over is Persona. Everything else, give me a fucking Legend of Heroes game. These are so good. The world building, the geopolitics in it is like second to none. Um, they have... Pretty much every random NPC in every town has a story that is running through the entire game that you can just go talk to them and see play out, and it's actually really, well, really, really well done. Um, it does falter because the harem shit, fuck off, that sucks. I get why they do it, because weebs are whiny little babies, and everyone has to get their waifu, and it kind of ruins otherwise uh, really well-written characters. That said, uh, the correct choice <laughs> for dating is Toa. I will not hear otherwise. Uh, fucking weeb. <laughs> fucking crying um, about it. <laughs> I will give, I will also accept cr- the headcanon of Crow because if JRPGs were allowed to be gay, holy crap, they would be so gay. Although there are gay characters, there's straight up lesbian in that game, like aggressively gay. But I don't know why they don't let you. Yeah, whatever. That That's a big uh, <laughs> shipping headcanon that is very popular and totally works. And I will give half credit for people picking Laura. <laughs> Everyone else can fuck off. Do not date your teacher or students, please. <laughs> okay, after uh, Owens' anime 60 minutes, my anime minute, well, uh, thanks to the deals that's happening at Amazon and stuff like that, I got the Yu Hawker shows. I got all four Blu-rays 
for 40 bucks a piece, which basically cost me 40, 80, 120, 160, 160 to get a whole set of Yu Yu Hoxos because I only could get the fucking steelbooks. They won't let me get just the regular Blu rays. I have to get the steelbook Blu rays. Anime is such a ripoff. Oh, anime is such a ripoff, but I'm so happy that <laughs> I have the Yu Yu Hoxo Blu ray ship. Blue set because um, I'm gonna be watching that and that's gonna be fun. Give me your best Kuwabara. You're a messy. Nope, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're a messy. <laughs> nope, I can't do it. But I, I was trying to do this like two weeks ago because my other friend started watching Yu Hakusho again. Oh, too, so and good. I, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't remember what Kuwabara sounded like. <laughs> I, I can I can heal Kobo in my head, but yeah. Um, everybody watch Yu Hakusho is still good, even though it's like 20 years old now. It's still good. The animation on the doctor fight in the sense we arc is still kind of incredible. Oh, no, it's fantastic. It's so good. Uh, Anthony? Uh, yeah, I, I've been I've been just slacking the past three weeks. Uh, I started work again, like, pretty consistently. So just the time involvement with that is just a little much, you know, catching shit back up. But uh, so I really got nothing. Just just Steinsgate. <laughs> through and through just times good and i think i'm gonna pull an orange like i think tomorrow i'm gonna watch the rest of this series i might do the same but i'm worried that like having too much time i'll i won't be able to talk about it fully i don't know we'll see you won't be as emotional yeah it's a catch 22 you get the fucking thing but like you're it's 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 not as honestly fresh. you might not have yeah like if you watch day of and you come in here like <laughs> i'm glad as soon you, as you get the intro done be like all right let's fucking jump into let's go i'm glad you guys are excited i was bored <laughs> i was bored these last episodes well, this one, it seemed, started off, I was kind of like, okay, so this is going to be like all the, the shipping episodes, right? Yeah, Which that's it kind of was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. And I was like, okay, I mean, that's fine. And then, like, I think they started off strong. Wait, yeah. 17 is... Yeah. Yeah, yeah I thought they started off very strong with these. I don't know. We can, we can start discussing, though, if you want to go ahead and introduce things. Yeah, so we can just jump straight into episode 17, Made in Complex, which is fun because made in complex <laughs> made in complex and then made m-a-i-d it's about fairness in com complex yeah it, it, there's like three layers here but we pick up right where we left off everything is fine uh mayuri's been saved oh weird hold on my watch isn't working that's weird <laughs> i just wound it what the fuck mm. Do you guys have any idea after that that she'd be okay or? Oh no! After the, no, she's fucking done. No, no, after watching, I'm like, oh, it's done. It's over. Okay, she's dead again. Yeah, she's done. I mean, yeah. the, the whole point is for us to get that one. We did not get that one, so I was like, Mayuri is gonna die. Like, she's gonna straight up die. Oh, I see what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, yeah. As soon as we get that one, then I would believe. Then it's gonna surprise me if she dies again. Is is the thing? But we have not got that one, so she's gonna keep on dying. Yeah. I mean, yes, that that I, I like I get that and that totally makes sense. But I, I, I'm kind of annoyed if that's like actually the case because they set it up as that one percent divergence is supposed to be like this the um the split of like such huge things happening. And unless they like extrapolate it out in a way where her life actually has like big implications for the future, then her life or death is like not. A significant enough event to create that one percent divergence, no, based on no, how they've explained it. But no, no, the way the way the way I look at it is okay. So Son knows the Okabe's crew is making the time machine. They know that just from because they don't have the IBN. Uh, was it twenty one thousand? What's it called? Fifty one hundred. Fifty one hundred. Yeah. 
um, since they don't have that, it's gonna keep it's gonna keep going over and over again because uh, they cannot waste the data that Sean has on them. So Mary is gonna keep on dying because those people are still trying to kill. Um, is trying to trying to take Okabe's crew. So the whole point is for him to get the uh, fifty one wherever it's called, so he can change Mary's fate. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. It's just like I said, the way they explain the the points where the jumping is possible, it's been like really big events in history have been the the times where that's possible. Oh, no. I, yeah, that's what you're saying. I don't think that it's, I don't think Mayuri's death is that point. I just think that that's his motivation. No, I know. And and like her, if it ends up being, we get to the 1% and that's how she gets saved or, or she gets saved or whatever. Like, I understand that it's kind of a contrived storytelling device that we're probably not supposed to read into too much. But no, uh, you have to remember the point is, um, what's called, is when Okabe invents the time machine. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And so that point changes. So if right. he makes the time machine and makes it where Sean doesn't know that he made the time machine, then it changes the future completely. And the fact that Sean has the information is why Mariuri keeps dying. Mm. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's the 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 big point is the fact that the time machine got invented. That's the big point. That's the one that might be coming in strong with this TED talk. Th- that's the way I look at it. No, I, I think you're no, right. I think you're I, right. I, yeah, yeah, I think so too. Building up to it, you know, we come back in time again because Mayuri is not saved. Um, <laughs> but I put off the rip, Mayuri taking that L again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. Did you guys know it was Friday the Thirteenth that this was happening on? No, I did not. I put down in my notes. This is the reason why Murray keeps dying. It's Friday the thirteenth. Wait, when did they establish that's Friday? Uh, there was something there. I yeah, I remember seeing Friday the thirteenth too. It's at the very beginning of this yeah. episode. Okay, cool. They go to the roof and Makase, you know, again gives him or starts talking to him like, "Hey, I can help you." And he he has a little realization of man, like, how many times have we had this conversation? How many yeah. times have I told you all of this? And the music during this scene is really weird too. It's like this weird, like whimsical kind of. I think it's like an, a, a, a probably a woodwind instrument. It, it was cool, but it was strange. Um, and Makase comes up with the idea that in order to actually fix everything and do the time jump to the other uh, world line, he has to go back and undo all the emails. Emails. No, all the emails. Sorry. Yeah. They they go through their whole planning phase and have all that good stuff. Uh, Makase gets a little flustered because she hasn't been having this relationship built up like Okabe has. Yeah, Okabe has multiple time cycles. Yeah, I think they handled that really well. That whole dynamic of like uh, the occasional her getting called Chris and it or Kirisu Chris, whatever. Uh, Chris works. Chris, yeah. So him calling her Chris and she's like, "That's the first time you called me," and it's like the fucking hundred and fifteen. <laughs> yeah, point. yeah. Exactly. But like, and yeah, I think that's a really. I think they. I think they handle that really well. I think that's a hard thing to write, and I think they do okay. Yeah, and I love how they keep bringing, like, like hammering home that point of, like, you know, he says, thank you, Chris, and then, like, kind of has that quick limitation of, like, but she won't remember any of this, whatever. Yeah, they they mention that a lot, like, the sadness of, like, how many times he has to fucking do this. Yeah. Um, And our first target for uh, changing the D-mail is everyone's favorite cat, Ferris Nyan-Nyan. But Ferris is wrecking a Rynet tournament. <laughs> but uh, the darkness force of viral attackers can't, can't have that. Just, 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 so she was just like in the, about to get kidnapped or like? 
What's up? She was about to get kidnapped, right? Like, uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, they want to win right. the Rynet, I guess. No, I thought she already defeated the guy and said that they were just getting whole out of spite for winning. Yeah, mate, probably. I don't know, dude. This this thing was so dumb. I hated this thing. I was like, what? <laughs> she she's rich. She has bodyguards. Like you Well, she doesn't have bodyguards, obviously. Yeah, she owns half the city. And she cannot like she cannot call someone up, hey, I need people to help me. Or the police. Like they were just wanting to. She, did, she didn't have her phone. Okabe has his phone. Oh yeah. Well, Okabe's dumb. <laughs> also, you can just be in a crowd of people and they can't touch you. You got it. The got people didn't there, seem guy. to care. It doesn't matter. I don't know. This was not good. I yeah, did it was not, a little weird. I did not like this. This was so bad. Especially when they caught up to it. I was like, fuck this show. We did not have to go this way. No, literally, this whole scene was dumb. I, I, I did not like this. But go on. Talk about the fucking people chasing Cole. No, I don't really have much to say. I agree. It is pretty... Dumb. I think they they definitely could have come up with a better way to do what they were trying to do because this is it made no fucking sense. Yeah, I mean they they run away a lot and Okabe talks to talks to Feyris is like oh yeah she doesn't remember anything trying to like jog her memory or you know tell her what happened in the other timeline. Um, they do have a good bit where they're running and Okabe falls behind a little bit and the music kind of slows down and dies out. That part was funny when Okabe's just slowing down. You're like, oh yeah, Okabe's not as, um, what's it called? Doesn't have enough athletic. Yeah, exactly. He's too busy being a mad scientist. Eventually they get a chance to chill and, um, Okabe starts talking to her about the Moe Akiba that she had made, um, trying to figure out what D-mail she sent to change it and then ferris gets hit with the visions she's something clearly happened she gets that reading steiner what hell yeah dude then they get chased again and they end up uh at the may queen location and uh ferris remembers everything yep got turned into a woman shop with um god i wanted woman god i really (laughs) wanted woman dude (laughs) yeah bro and we have a whole thing of, you know, we know why she doesn't want to talk about it. Okabe is trying to persuade her. I was saying a uh, hot take, sizzle, sizzle. Dad's dead. I was right. That's what I'm going to say. Go on. What? That's not a hot Luke take. That warm was, take. That no, wasn't dude. even. That, that's literally just watching the show. <laughs> He's saying his hot take from previous episodes. He guessed that thing. But yeah, I mean, I think everyone did. We never got confirmation that the dad was dead or not. And I'm just saying, since oh, I was the did? one that... I thought we did. No, we no. never got confirmation. Because she just, yeah, he, like, she sends a text, and the next thing you know, when he comes from the Steiner, whatever, she's, the dad's just like, hey, yeah, you guys are leaving? Cool, I gotta go to work. And then we were never established that she had lost her dad or anything like that. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, so um, he, she, he's trying to persuade her, and, you know, she's not having any of it. And then eventually, you know, she she comes around to the idea that he's serious, that Myri, her life die. hangs on yeah. that D-mail, basically. And she tells him um, her whole sad saving her dad thing. And then they get caught. Okabe gets the shit beat out of him. And they're going to take Ferris. But her dad and their butler come rolling in with their car, run these hooligans down. <laughs> The fact, the fact that Okabe is getting beat up so bad is like, 
Kind of hilarious, actually. <laughs> I I like the fact when the main character just straight straight up gets beat up. I thought that was just I, I hate this though, or not hate. I just when they like this, is, it's so far fetched. This beginning of this thing, like I'm kind of slowly coming out of the monkey's initial point. This episode was so bad, dude. I'm not not like, the episode. Just this first seven minutes of like them running and like he's kind of explained to her on the run, and then they. They get saved by the dad. Just he just he's there with his car and the butler and, the, and like it's just too convenient and too like yeah the the con- and the conceit of the whole like card game syndicate is <laughs> real weird and dumb. and I, I I think they knew it though because if you guys I don't know if you have a whole lot to talk about so, but when uh, I think like the walkie or the phone dropped or whatever mm-hmm. and the guy's like so he's just, you know just. Like da 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 da. Oh look, what, who's that? It's the, is that the cops? What about what do you mean I'm being arrested? <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. Yeah, so I mean, I think they knew what they were doing, and I think like that was just a not. I, I I'm gonna take that personally as just like a we know. Just come on. Yeah, I we're think writing, so. We're I writing so, fucking yeah. time shit. Just give us this one. Yeah, I, I think they. I think you're right. I think they totally knew how dumb it was. Um, I I still think there could have been a better way, but again, like all the. The 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 stuff that ended up being a vehicle for, I think, worked well enough for me that I didn't really, I wasn't too bothered by like how stupid this other stuff was. Yeah, they get rescued. They get in the car. Um, he 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 basically explains that. Oh, she wasn't picking up her phone, and I knew she was at the thing, so we just started driving around looking for her. Uh, Okabe asked him about the IBN. Um. Amane got it and delivered it, which brings Okabe great relief and joy. It brought me great relief and joy, too. Yeah. Amane deserved <laughs> to complete her mission and be happy. Yeah, young Moaka is very deserving. <laughs> You're so fucking stupid. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> you're already dead, man. Yeah, dude, you're dead. You're dead and underground. Yep. <laughs> um and then the dad explains that he doesn't have it anymore because back when he had no money, uh Ferris got kidnapped. He didn't have enough to pay the ransom, so and someone offered him a lot for the IBN, so he sold it. In order to pay the ransom. Yeah. And then we get to really what this entire episode is building up to, the big the big meaty scene. Okabe is alone in the other room, torn on what to do with this email. Because if he doesn't send it, he might not be able to save Mayuri. If he does send it, he's ripping the happy life away from Ferris. And he Let's sees go, like baby, more gray scenes. How close she is with her dad, how, how great her life has been with him. Yeah, this sucks. This this choice really sucks. Like out of everybody's story, this one was like really sad. I was like, yeah, the choosing the dad over or the the friend that you have, and it's like, uh, Ferris Yana would not remember what happened. I don't think she does. Mm, well, you think she, she did? Yeah, well, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, I, I want to make a quick prediction. I think I, I don't think it's ever. It might not be explained. It could be like a you know how sometimes they put things that were like on the wall. Mm-hmm. That people catch, you know. I yeah. think that might be something that we find out that this that CERN was actually part of the kidnapping just to get the fifty one hundred away. Oh, I totally agree. That I, I think somehow like there are n- more nefarious forces at play in keeping that IBN away. I don't think it matters. 
But I don't think it was random either. I agree. What are you talking about? Ferris Nanyan is the one that did the kidnapping. Wait. No, because then he had to have... Yeah, that's how it went. Wait, so hold on. that The show didn't... It's, he sent a message back in time to tell her dad that... Um, yeah, that, that's true. But then, like, what... I don't know what... I don't know about the money thing. The money thing makes no sense. Yeah, that's a little weird. And, I mean, I guess he, maybe he used that money then to start his business. Maybe. But then why does Ferris have money when he dies? Because the business was already the business. The business was it was uh it was a small business, but it was it was growing. Wait, I'm sitting over here still stewing. Did I miss something big? <laughs> yeah. So, so the text she sends eventually is that hey, the kidnapping was a joke. So the implication there is that um the the kidnapping and the ransom that she used to keep him alive was fake. So he sold the IBN because of the email that she sent. Yes. But then, like, it was a fake kidnapping, so what did he do with that money? <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't a fake kidnapping. No, it what? was a fake kidnapping. What? No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, no. So her initial email was, Dad, I'm going to get kidnapped or whatever. And then to prevent him from believing that, she said the kidnapping was fake, even though it was real. No, the the whole point right? was, the whole point of the kidnapping was, um, what's it called? So the dad would stay... And look for her so he doesn't get on the plane where he dies. Yeah. The whole point. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, the whole point. The whole point of that the uh, the email was to make her dad stay so he doesn't get on the vehicle where he dies in. I don't know if he dies from a car or a plane, but that was the whole point. It might. That's my understanding of what happened. So she faked a ransom and he sold the IBN to meet the ransom. Yes. This is why they don't have the IBN. Okay, and then I guess what? What? And then so so whenever she sends the message again, she's like, "Oh, it's fake." So the dad didn't have to sell the IBN. Yeah, and she's not lying in that message. It actually was a fake kidnapping. Yes. Bro, give me twenty minutes. I'm gonna go rewatch this fucking episode. <laughs> I, I'm like actually looking into it, dude. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> What's the thing? <laughs> what do you not get from it? I don't. I I don't know because I think that's correct. The, are they just fucking with us at this point? But I. What do you mean? Kinda. Yeah, I mean that's. It's weird. I mean, I guess. I feel like we're picking different parts and we're missing like the glue that puts it all together. What? What? What do you guys not understand? Like, help me here. No, I mean, I, it, it's just it's just a weird sequence of events, I think. Um, I, I think you might be right. I, I saw a couple of people saying that, like, she actually was kidnapped, but when the dad dies, there's no one to pay the ransom, so she doesn't get kidnapped. But, but that doesn't make much sense, or I don't know, man. Like, I, I it, it, it's just strange, because when he survives, like, and the kidnapping is fake, some reference as to like why he didn't get the IBN back or whatever would have been nice when he figured out it was a fake kidnapping and there wasn't actually a ransom to pay, unless that implies she actually was kidnapped. What are you talking about? The 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 whole thing with the IBN, he sold it to to pay for the ransom. So if the ransom is fake, then he didn't need to sell the IBN. Right, but whether or not she sends that text, that doesn't theoretically change whether the ransom is real or not, right? We're assuming that the kidnapping was fake, even when he dies. 
No, she's the one that sent the kidnapping. She's the one that did it. Right. So there's not actually a ransom is my point. What what, what are we talking about? Here's, I think, uh, a consensus that some people are just like, so we don't keep going down this rabbit hole. So uh, her father returns via the train after she gets that email, right? Mm -hmm. And then finds out that it's a prank, blah, blah, blah. And then later, she actually does get kidnapped at a later date. It's two. One's a fake one. One's an actual real one. Okay. I mean, I guess that makes sense. That makes no goddamn sense, but okay. At least logically, it would make... I mean, sure. I mean, like I said, it's a it's a thing of just, like, it doesn't really matter. I just wish they had done some something to, like, actually say what, what this sequence of events actually is and why we don't have the IBN or establish that there was a real kidnapping and a fake one, right? Yeah, I, I don't know, but I, I think this is a rabbit hole that we can jump out of at any moment. I'm I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, so he's sitting there debating what to do with the D-mail, and then Ferris comes in, and boy, does she get real, man. Uh, She drops the cat shtick. She calls him Okabe. She says, no, don't call me Ferris. Call me uh, Rumiho. And all this shipping stuff aside, holy shit, the scene, dude. Yeah, it's very good. This uh, This is the best one. Yeah. She talks a lot about her dad dying and like her life with him up to this point. And the effect that both losing him and then having him back has had on her. And then she goes into the whole, like, these, these 10 years have felt like a dream. Um, what a fucking line. Yeah. Because now that she remembers the other, <laughs> the other reality, like, she starts to have a little bit of a complex of her memories are merging. She's, she's worried that she's going to get confused about which is real, what actually happened even though technically it all happened, but she's she's now effectively lived two lives and the memories are blending and blurring together. Yeah, this is where I was kind of sold that this is, episode 17 is going to be, I think, my favorite episode. It's probably up there for me. Just this this fucking scene right here, dude. It's so, it's kind of like, it's, it's such a good struggle, man. Like your friend for your dad. And that's not even like the internal, it's just like, and to, on top of that, to add up like, now that I know the truth, like, yeah holy fuck man this is such a good episode and i I love that they didn't do the the cop out that like 99 percent of things would do here of her going like now i know the truth and you know i got to have the time with my dad and i'll cherish that always but it's time for things to go back the way they the way they're supposed to be like that there was never a moment like that it never felt good and like she was okay with her decision just wow yeah, because Okabe even goes, like, she's like, yeah, send the fucking D-mail. We have to save Mayuri. And Okabe's like, are you sure? And she's like, no, I'm not sure, okay? I don't know Fuck. what to do. Everything, my head is fucked up right now. Everything sucks. And then she'll send the D-mail. She just wants to cry a little. That's her one condition. When they saw that picture of her and her dad, that little kid's drawing, that w- made me real sad. I was like, oh, it's just, it's sad. That she has these memories with her dad, and uh, they're longer, no longer going to be them. And then she remembers it, but I don't know. Okabe thinks she'll remember. She's remembered once, so. Yeah. But yeah, Okabe is the smartest guy in the room, right? Well, he was born with 170 IQ. Is that smart or not? Yes, 170 is smart. You know, I say that because yours is low, orange. <laughs> uh, I'll have you know that uh, my IQ is over 140. I too took a Google test and I was really fucking drunk. We actually did it one night and I scored like 140 something. I did it when I was like 12. Wait, was yours like more official? But if it was 140 when I was 12, I'm 
I'm probably well above 200 at this point. What? <laughs> you heard me. If it was 141 of 12, mm-hmm. like it's probably only gone up. No way I've gotten dumber. It's been in the last like three years with you. I, I would say you've regressed. Wait. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm, pro- I'm probably down to like the 40, 50 range now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I want to say that you were, you may only be half wrong, Orange, because she is, uh, she isn't done, but she is important. What do you mean? Well, I wrote that before I knew that everyone was about to get the reading Steiner. Oh. So she's not that important, I guess. Well, see, I don't think they get the reading Steiner because I don't think they like remember everything through all the changes. I think they just get like this one thing awakened, you know? Yeah. Like they they don't suddenly then remember every timeline. They remember theirs. But how? I don't know. I think I think this is the reason why Okabe has one. Is just uh, he went back to his own self and he's like, "Oh, you got to remember this. You got to remember this." And they remember and they're like, "Oh, I activated my reading signal, or reading cup." I don't. I mm, at this point, I don't want to see us do something like that, where he like goes back to kid self and does it or whatever. I think that's but. why this. I don't think because we would have started off knowing all this. You think he would have? We would have literally went through the first six episodes with him knowing my Yuri's gonna die. Mm, what? Like the first six episodes where he's like, "I'm mad scientist" and just running around being all fucking crazy. Well, and no, stuff. because he's saying like a future Okabe comes back and like activates his own reading Steiner in some way. However, it's getting triggered, which it seems to be somehow something to have having to do with like reconciling the difference between like the main world Time line lines. and one yeah. of the little threads. I don't know. I, I honestly don't think we're going to get an explanation for that. And I'm perfectly okay with that. Cause I don't think it's important. In fact, I would probably be less happy if we got an explanation for about it. why he gets a Steiner or why about why else? other people are getting it or not even getting it, but why other people are like getting their memories of the other worlds, you know? I don't know. I feel like it'd be nice, but I, I yeah. We go back to the lab and Ferris is back to being Ferris. She pops in. She's back in her maid. She's being all catty. She does her Okabe impression, which is very good. And this is why I think she still remembers, because she says, like, oh, we fought dark darkness together in another life. Yes. Which is kind of why I think, like, somehow they all have it now, after they remember the one. Well, I, I, I specifically think, you know, they remember the one. I, 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 yeah, I'm curious if, like, they remember all these jumps that Okabe is doing. But... I, again, I don't think we're going to get that answer. I would suspect they don't. I think they just have the two. Yeah, I, I think, uh, or logic from a writing standpoint, just to tie this up, um, I think since they remember, like, right, his Thursteiner, I'm, I'm going to use his, I don't think it's the same thing, but, you know, I'm just going to put in quotes, Thursteiner activates, right? Mm-hmm. And then from now on, they can remember the time jumps that they are a part of. Well, technically, everyone's a part of every time jump. So I guess it depends. Um, the episode ends, we still don't have our IBN, but we get Okabe sorrowfully saying, I'm sorry, in reference to Ferris having to kill her dad. Fucking big rips. It sucks. Yeah, I, I, once this episode (laughs) started and I saw what it was going to be, I'm like, okay, this, this is going to be the pod of him going through and doing the D-mails, whatever. But (laughs) this episode quickly changed my mind. So good. Uh, anything else on 17? Fantastic episode. Well, let's move on to 18. Episode 18, Fractal Androgynous. Uh, we open with Anthony's favorites, 
uh, world building sound effect of cicadas. I, I just I just know we're in Japan when I hear cicadas now. Um, anime has taught me anything. Yeah, there there must be. I fucking hate cicadas, dude. Okabe is talking to Ruka. <laughs> Do it, it like the the guy. You'd think he figured out he would figure out some sort of tact by now. <laughs> he wouldn't just go for the "you used to be a man" approach again. Like that didn't work last time. What makes you think it's gonna work this time, my man? First note was really Okabe. Can we do we really have to do this over again? And we come back to the lab, and th- <laughs> this is so fucking stupid and weird, but I loved it. Uh, Makase is like, "What's wrong? You look like you screwed up your yakisoba and spilled it all over the sink." I think it was to establish that she like another like just she's kind of still on that playful banner because yeah we haven't moved past this week yeah absolutely but I mean I, that's just like a weird description he's like I would have preferred it or I prefer that if you said I look like someone who like my coupon card expired yeah that was that was fun and she's like okay you can't be that bad you're still making jokes <laughs> Mayuri comes in and starts yelling at Okabe because he. It was a fucking asshole to Ruka again, which fair. <laughs> what, what, what does Okabe say? He's like, how do you know? And she's like, oh, I asked um, Ruka if she wanted to come over and she started to cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okabe, you piece of shit, dude. Um, and then he's like, no, guys, for real, Ruka actually used to be a guy. And then they have this weird like moment of contemplation, like, oh, I wonder what she was like as a guy. I wonder, like, Hashida, who is Daru? <laughs> <laughs> they both just have the moment of pause of like, nope, that sucks. <laughs> and Okabe's now, she, she's exactly the same as a guy. And then Makase and Okabe are hanging out and also love this, or Makase's giving him a lecture on love and death flags. Basically say like, yo, Ruka's in love with you, how are you not picking up on this? Um, and then he's like, what do you mean? It's not like I said, we'll go on vacation when I get back or something. And she's like, no, 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 that's a death flag. <laughs> no, I did not pick that up, but that's funny. Yeah, she's literally talking about love and death flags because she's a fucking nerd. Yep. Ruka calls Okabe to the shrine and says, okay, I believe you. I'll be a, I'll be a guy again because it's important. You just have to be my boyfriend for a day, which is such a weird... I, I'm kind of glad we got this episode in this chunk because it's a little, we needed something a little more lighthearted, I think. You know, every great relationship starts with the ultimatum. Well, this isn't a relationship. This is her just like, I'm going to go back to being a guy and I know we can never be together, but just for one day, let me be happy and pretend. Yeah. Which she agrees to. And then we get Makase and Okabe over at May Queen and uh, Ferris comes over and teases them a little. God, that's actually really fun. Fucking yeah, she said. Even if it's for your ultimate technique, you're chasing way too many girls. <laughs> yeah, and then he was like, "Don't say things out of context and then walk away." <laughs> that was really good. And yeah, and Makase is over there doing like. <laughs> so, if it was to acquire your ultimate technique, would you do anything? Which, what the fuck is this conversation? I don't know. What are they talking about? Ultimate technique. Well, I remember. Uh, Back when we had Moe culture in a, in this place, and I think, remember how Ferris was talking about her ultimate technique? Mm-hmm. So I think it's just like, what is his ultimate technique? You know, what would yours be? Yeah, but she's not concerned with what his would be. She's concerned with what he would do to get it. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's just some, like, inside jokes that we're not aware of. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. And it's, I mean, it's definitely her, like, trying to probe him 
to be like because the, these next few episodes do are I think a really good job of building up the Makase Okabe relationship, like the the real one, and kind of pushing us towards that. And this is very clearly her probing to see like, hey man, like I don't know, you 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 into people, you just messing with people. What are you doing here? <laughs> Then we go, go, cut back to the lab. Okabe is researching dates I love in this. restaurants. This yep. And he's like, God, this is hopeless. They're completely different worlds. I don't know what I'm doing, dude. <laughs> but Makase and Okabe, or Makase decides she's going to get way too involved. And they bicker again. And while they're bickering about dating, Daru is playing a hentai visual novel in the background. <laughs> well, yeah, Daru comes in with uh, talk about how to date, whatever it is, and Okabe's like, yeah, that's that's fine in your hentai game, but this is, this is real life. That's a couple scenes later, where, yeah. uh, oh, is that- the, with Daru has, he has his, he's, you know, he's ranting at them about what to do, and saying all this, like, weird perverted shit, and Okabe basically just like, Daru, that is a hentai game walkthrough that you're holding, and he gets up and says, like, fucking normies! Yeah. I'm out! <laughs> yeah, this is the one where he, uh, like, yeah, he just kind of walk, or he just peeks over, and like you instantly knew that some some stupid shit was about to come out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and they're having they well, not this, not where he's playing the thing, but they have this conversation at the noodle shop because Bakase is like, okay, you have to take her somewhere, you know, so you can go somewhere you've been all the time, but not this place. This place is like weird and creepy and grimy, yeah. and you get a sh- you see the manager just like giving them the biggest stink eye. Mm, yeah. yeah. And even the fucking like, er, and then he was like, okay, well then the May Queen? And she's like, you can't go to a maid cafe for your first date. And he goes, okay, then the weapon store. <laughs> Does he really? I missed that. That's hilarious. Yeah, he said, yeah, he said the weapon store. She's like, when have we ever went to the weapon store? <laughs> so good. That's really funny. And I think that's what Daru comes in. Yeah. Um, and he gets real fucking mad. I think he got mad at him right there just because he's like, I've kissed many women. He's like, he lists them off. Count. He's like, those are all video games, dude. <laughs> this is the scene, right, where they, they determine everyone's a virgin. Yeah, it happens in this whole big thing, yeah. 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 <laughs> the fact that Okabe calls her the American virgin is so hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, and then we get Makase basically dressing Okabe. Damn, not gonna lie, he looked pretty fresh. Yeah, he looked dark. Mak- Okabe can clean up all right. I got one fucking problem, though. What's that? Tighten your fucking ties. You're not all fucking spikes, Beagle. <laughs> I think she even says something like, that's not how you tie a tie. Yeah, like, dude, this is for all anime, all right? This is an open letter. Tighten your fucking ties, all right? I'm tired of seeing this shit. Sincerely, a future weep. Uh, Chris doesn't, well, she was a tie and it's not tightened. Yeah, but she's a girl. I'm going to go ahead and write a separate letter that says, keep your ties loose because ties are the most bullshit clothing ever invented. It is Why bad. Do you like ties. Ties are fucking stupid, dude. They're a waste yeah. of space and time and effort. Yeah, that makes no sense. Dude. And they're not comfortable. And they're completely professionalism. Hello, welcome to my TED Talk. Professionalism <laughs> is. I'm not gonna go on a crazy like fucking stoner rant. You can make ties. Oh good. my gosh, dude. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the date. The date between Okabe and Uka. Yeah. So the date begins. Everything's good. well. Uh, Makase and Daru are going to uh, tail and message Okabe for advice, which I'm kind of sad that that didn't happen in terms Who of like, actually messaging advice? him. Had, she, she was going to message him advice, but they didn't uh, actually do any of that. Yeah. Um, 
the date starts. It's going pretty well. Okabe, smooth man, real subtly takes the part, takes the side where cars are coming from. <laughs> oh my god! This whole, I mean, like, you are supposed to do that, but like subtle, bro. <laughs> what do you mean? It was perfect. What's wrong with his execution? He said, "Look at that," and then that got him on the outside. Hmm. What's the problem? <laughs> Perfectly <laughs> subtle. He basically fucking swung at her almost. <laughs> And then, of course, like a true gentleman, he protects her from a car. Is this where he falls down? <laughs> yeah. Almost. Or d- he, he tries really to get out of the way of it and then trips and falls and gets yeah. helped up by a maid. <laughs> <laughs> and, and gets pocket tissues. Oh, God. I feel like there's something slightly demeaning about being helped up by a maid. Um, They finally get to the restaurant <laughs> and they have their very awkward cake and tea time. God, that was terrible. Which I mean, of course, it's going to be terrible. I think it was. Yeah. I think they did it correctly. But I was like, oh, I don't want to be here for this. I don't want to be here at all. <laughs> yeah, I do want to hear him talk more about patent day. That sounds like riveting conversation. Yeah, <laughs> it's like August fourteenth is patent day. They and Mahi's about- like, that's your idea of a conversation, you fucking idiot. <laughs> but they do talk about the weather, and then was the Okabe's like, oh yeah, there are some clouds. There are some clouds, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a beautiful day outside. There are some clouds. Shut the fuck up. And then after their kind of bad date, we get the scene where Ruka won all of my empathy and I feel so bad for Ruka and Ruka deserves to be happy. (laughs) Where she goes, is it boring going on a date with me? Because she's super self-conscious about this and Okabe doesn't know what to fucking do. I and mean, they're both just yeah. being weird, and now she's she's getting her one chance to be with the dude she's in love with, and she's worried that she's being boring. I mean, to be fair, most of us are, girl. Yeah, but poor Ruka, man. I'm very happy that they didn't, like, further explore this, and it became a thing of, like, oh, it's fine, I'm boring, like, you don't like me, you could never like someone like me, whatever. Like, I'm so, so glad they didn't do that and have her just, like, spiral from this. Yeah, Rook, and uh, honestly, like, I don't think that's a possibility for uh, Okabe. What do you mean? To talk like that. Oh, you mean, like, just have casual conversations? No, no, to yeah. just be like, to, to either, I don't think he has the the dating intelligence to be like, oh, no, listen, it's it's whatever, you know, and explain it thoroughly, or I don't think he's not at all rude enough to, to be like, yeah, yeah, it's you. Yeah. Like, I think that what they did was like, yeah, it was perfect. Mayuri spots the mug on a date. Just a quick shot of that. Yeah. I love that she doesn't know who it was at the like when she first got back. Yeah. See, Ruka was on a date. Yeah, it was with Okabe. Wait, what? No, it, was with, it wasn't Okabe. It was with a gentleman. Oh, a gentleman, yeah. Ruka recalls back to the first day they met where Okabe chased off some people with cameras taking pictures of Ruka. Um and in that flashback, she says, basically like, yeah, so, uh, it's, it's like a weird thing. I wonder if it's just like a weird clunky translation or just like clunky writing. But she basically says, like, sorry, I look like this, but I'm actually a guy or whatever. Or in the flashback, oh, she, she yeah, doesn't yeah, say yeah, that exactly, yeah, but yeah, she yeah, says yeah, something. Yeah. She says something weird that's like, I look like this, but I'm a guy. And like sounds like weirdly apologetic or something for it. I, I don't yeah, know. It, you're it right. That strange. was weird. Yeah. And I, I just, I feel like this is worth bringing up in 2020. We have been, we have been referring to Ruka 
in terms of pronouns by whatever they are currently, canonically. Yeah, based on what the um, show has written them as at that time. Yeah, I, I keep meaning to go into these episodes with like the conscious effort to just use they for Ruka. It, it, if if we are fucking up on the pronouning of Ruka, I <laughs> sincerely apologize. Again, we're just going off of, we have been just going off of what they happen to be in the episode. Um, and, I, and I think, okay, I think she was apologizing for him having to save her because they were teasing her for looking like a girl when he's a guy. Yeah, I think you're right, but it was just a weird way and to say it, it. Yeah, that's just a, I, I, I don't know if that's a translation thing that came off like different or whatever, but yeah, it is a little strange, but. And uh, Okabe comes back with like, who cares if you're a girl or a guy? It doesn't matter. And that's when, <laughs> oof, that's when Ruka goes on it. Yeah. And that's what, yeah, that's when we get the fact, well, Ruka doesn't even like necessarily remember. Okabe's like, wait, hold up. Yeah. That's a memory from when you were a guy. Mm-hmm. Ruka remembers obviously remembers everything finally gives the pager number for their mom um and this is when we get to see back at the lab where Mayuri enters and talks about the date oh yeah after a little bit of teasing okabe stands up goes that wasn't a date with the real me <laughs> or no he's like that wasn't a date with me that wasn't a date with the real me Mayuri's right yeah that was pretty awesome that that he went back yeah, he runs back. He's like, our date isn't over. You're my student. Practice your sword. <laughs> oh my and God. It goes full fucking Dude, that Halloween. Was so fucking awesome, though. Yeah, I, I loved it because, like, yeah, Ruka's in love with Okabe, who's this fucking doofus mad scientist LARPer. And then they go on a date and he's being this weird, like, trying to be a normal guy. Like, what the hell? Like, whether they meant to or not, they literally just tackled, like, be yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, that was so good. <laughs> I forget what the name of the sword is called, but he starts giving her, uh, teaching her about Yoshitsune as like a legendary figure because <laughs> she's using the mystical sword that dates back to the period of Yoshitsune. Just a real person or they just made it up? Um, I don't know if Yoshitsune is a person. I mostly know the name because they are represented in the Shin Megami Tensei games as a mythological figure. I don't know if they're based on someone real or not. Okay, so, but, okay, I gotcha. Then we learn uh, Ruka broke the IBN when she, uh, she was cleaning. <laughs> and goes, I guess I should say the thing now, right? El Sai Congre. <laughs> and he corrects her, Kongru. Kongru. <laughs> and then, woof, this, this one too, man. This end scene also hit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's like, yeah, every, everything's going to go back, but you know, I won't be able to love you if I'm a guy. Yep. Which is, uh, I said last time I didn't understand the stakes for Ruka, but now I totally do. Ruka is in love with Okabe and thinks that if they're a guy, then there's absolutely no way. That's why they want to be a girl. Yeah. Okay. I remember. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense too. Yeah. Cause obviously male Ruka is still in love with Okabe. And there's this whole, they have the whole thing again of like, you know, I don't want to forget all this stuff. I don't want to forget being a girl and getting to <laughs> go on a date with you and being yeah. happy and having what I want. Ugh. And also she says, please, even if it's just for a little, remember me as a girl. Oh God. That sucks. It's so good. These. Oh. <sighs> and then we jump and Ruka's D-mail has been reverted. Yep. 
Because they said they send another page that's just like meat, meat, vegetables, vegetables, meat, vegetables. And like that'll so work. Dumb. They'll think it's a prank now. I love how Marcus was like that'll work. <laughs> it's fine. Anything else on eighteen? Uh, no, I, that's I, I've made the point here. Was like man, everyone's remembering like their kind of their kind of their lump or their jumps. And I did have a hot take. I was like, you know, everyone's kind of has to sacrifice something. Mm-hmm. To to like to essentially like what I mean, I, they're doing it, I guess, to save Mayuri. I, I think some of them uh, do they know about the overarching like they have to jump lines. I don't no. think they know about the full picture. They just know it's to save Mayuri. Okay, because yeah. I know Maka say no. I remember there's a conversation where she is told at one point that it's to jump lines, but yeah, um, she's the only one that's able to understand it. God, I, if I was fucking Okabe, I would just write it down and keep it in my pocket <laughs> every time Jump <laughs> Stick read this. I'm done. <laughs> so let's jump into 19. Endless uh, apoptosis. Apoptosis. I don't know how to say this word, which is great because I get to say it again next episode. We open with the dark, foreboding, windy sky see Moeka on a roof and then the camera what do you guys think that was what do you mean uh like any implications or just like just the ominous opening i think it was just an ominous opening i think he was, he was just killing herself i'm like is he killing himself well now i think she was but at the time i didn't no like that's why i thought when, when i saw him yeah well yes yes and no to that <laughs> actually she was killing herself but we learned that this isn't the time she killed herself even though we do get that camera pan that implies that she jumped. Then we get to them sitting around the lab, not really doing much. Um, more Okabe and Makase kind of <laughs> reconnecting with time on the roof. Yeah, is this one where it starts off where he looks real fucking stressed out? Yes, he's yeah, not having a good time. Yeah, he is degenerating mentally. <laughs> and they go talk at the park. With those out there, I can't take it seriously when they fucking slide down the slide. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I do too, but I just, I, it takes me out for a second. And I'm like, come on, bro. <laughs> what? She's at the top of a slide. What do you want her to do? Go down the ladder? No, why are you at the top of the slide? Because she's sitting. Where do you want her to sit? I don't know. It's just the bottom of the slide. Why? The t- top of the slide's good. <laughs> so you don't look like a fucking 12 year old going down a slide after <laughs> making incredible points about time travel. Yeah, fuck three dimensional characters. See, you understand. You got me. <laughs> Fuck, dude, the, the fucking way Okabe talks in this scene and they, they make the plan uh, for Okabe is going to go find Moeka and Makase is going to go to like, uh, what is it, Komima? Uh, yeah. He's going to go to Komima with uh, Mayuri and they'll keep in touch and, you know, let each other know if anything happens. And she's like, oh, and, you know, if something happens, maybe I can stop. And he's like, no. I have oh. to know the precise time that she dies, so I know how much time I have. Oh, and it's God. Like, holy, the way he says it, like, so cold, and, like, yeah. this is just a thing that has to happen. Holy shit. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is so messed up. My my main goal, Mayuri, keeps dying. And she gives him, or leaves him with a real good sentiment of, like, hey, man, just anytime you need to talk, anything, tell, I, I want you to tell me everything that's going on, because in this world line, you're not alone. Which, uh, we'll see. <laughs> We get to the next part. Okabe is at his computer. Makase texts him. And she has a little sweaty guy emoticon in there, which I really liked. Because <laughs> she's not having a good time at the convention. Yeah, this this is like hardcore flirty text right now. Between oh, them. yeah. It was so good, dude. 
Because she's, it's, it wasn't just like, hey, keeping you apprised of the situation. It's like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to text Okabe. Here's my hot take. If Makase is dead at the end of this, this show fucking sucks. You, really? Let's let's see what happens. Come on. It's the fucking ride, okay? We find Moika's workplace. <laughs> so we learn that she quit a couple of days ago. But Okabe manages to get her address and heads over there. Yeah, I love the I love the employees like, wait, who's this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know how he got that address, but somehow he got it. Yeah, I, I kind of just let that go. Like honestly, I kind of deep delved into that a little bit, and I think like even if he would have gotten it wrong, he would have kept going back until he got it right. You know? Yeah, probably. He could have said whatever. I he guess wanted. that makes sense. Yeah, the the police are at the apartment. Everything's roped off because we learned that Moika killed herself the previous night. Did not believe it at the beginning. Really? Oh no! I was like, dude, no, she's part of this fucking roundup thing. Like, that's clearly a cover up for her to like move on or something. Hmm. I was going full like fucking Charlie Day cons- or not Charlie. Is it Charlie Day conspiracy? Yeah, yeah Charlie Day confused me a little up there. Happy Sylvia. <laughs> yeah, I was fucking like, <laughs> it's like she's faking her death so that way she can like move out with her team and no no. <laughs> and then nope, she's just in like or well we found out later yeah she's just wolf. No, we we are gonna talk about that scene. Believe you me. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm real excited. I got some questions. Um. Oh, okay. Interested to do. So we get then Okabe is back sitting at the lab, just waiting till Makase calls <laughs> to very distressedly know that Mayuri oh is my dead. Oh my god, her call, dude. Yeah. Yeah. This is a fucking it, like, good dude, show. Like, dude, I don't know, like, if it's intentional or if it's just, it, it's probably just me, but like the voice acting in this pod of episodes has felt like up another level from the rest of the series. It's been hitting for me so good. Uh, I think it changed when Okabe changed, right? When Mayuri first dies. I think that's when the voice acting got like incredible. And then I think with the, the added like storytelling that we're now getting, it just it makes it seem more. But I think it was up back then. I made a mental note. I actually have a note around that uh, that episode. Or I think it's 12 or whatever. Or mm-hmm. sorry, I happen to like, I guess it'd be 13, 14. I think I made notes like, holy shit, dude, he's killing it right now. Well, I think they, they have... Or especially like him, Makase, uh, again, we're going to talk about it, but fucking Moeka, dude. But yeah, I guess those three especially have just been like absolutely crushing it. We leap back. <laughs> She's yelling at him about her pudding or jello or whatever it is. <laughs> Says Makase right on top. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do the pudding thing and then Okabe heads over to Moeka's apartment. Uh, we see Moeka in the corner huddled up, messing with her phone, just muttering about FB, FB, FB over and over, and how FB won't answer. She has no response to Okabe. And then they he tries to take her phone, and they fight over it. And holy fuck, dude, the next, like, five minutes of this episode is fucking wild. Yeah, like, this was a ride. <laughs> the animation on Moeka, the way she screams and cries, like, it, it feels almost out of like a completely different thing. I mean, I, I know Steins Gate has been still probably darker and more grounded than a lot of anime. Um, but but this just felt so fucking raw and primal in a way that I don't think this show has even done. Primal's a fantastic uh, adjective for this scene. All right, so do you guys still think she's from the future? No. No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> It kind of it kind of disappoint me because like I don't know why she's walking around in her phone in the very beginning. 
taking pictures of stuff. I mean, she seemed... Oh, yeah, to remember where she's been. I mean, I guess the assumption is that she was told to. Like, she was given a job. The whole introduction is really weird, thanks to what was going to happen these next these last two episodes. That's the um, only thing I don't get with this one, is this whole introduction to um, Okabe. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Like, I think that'd be an interesting if, like, if we actually, if you guys actually rewatch, I'm probably gonna try to pay a lot of attention to that shit. Mm. I mean, I, I think part of it is like Moika's probably supposed to be a misdirect, and for the most part, I think it's successful and works and isn't too confusing. Like, as we see her in these couple episodes, no, she's not from the future, but she's this like miserable person cut off from life, effectively who has this mysterious person reach out and give her a purpose and give her someone that she can connect with. And we'll talk more about that when we get to that scene that, you know, exposits that. I I think through this lens, all of her stuff still makes sense, even if it is a bit of a misdirect in how it's executed. Man, just the guilt rising through these episodes. Yeah, dude, none of this feels good. (laughs) Uh, So they're wrestling over the phone. Uh, Okabe remembers Soldier Moeka shooting Mayuri, and he fucking slams her in the face. Yeah, dude. Fuck, so good. the shit out of her. Love the animation. Kakao! Yeah, it's really good. It's, that was a brutal punch. Yep. I love when they, I love when they show how, like, how not deadly a punch is, but how, like... Effective. <laughs> yeah, yes. how effective a punch is. I'm like, hell yeah. Gets the phone... <laughs> One's out of the building. <laughs> Bro, but Closes my girl. The door. She was right back on her fucking feet, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's leaning across the door while Miyoki can't get out. And then he, uh, yeah, and he calls Chris. Shit. Dude, yeah. her just yelling and pounding yeah. and screaming on the other side of the door for the next like 10 minutes of this episode yeah. is so good. It's so good. But he calls Chris and he's like, oh, get it ready. He does detect the D-mail and doesn't work because it's not on the same phone. Is that how that works? Uh, no. So he realized that she never changed her phone, actually. She used that as like a decoy. That's what she wanted them to think that she was sending. Yeah. But she didn't actually send the D-mail to change her phone. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the text was something completely different. And yeah. that's why he had to go look into her outbox at, like after they fought it or after they kind of wrestle here in a second again. Yeah. So it doesn't work. He has that realization. Um, and then he opens the door. Table comes flying out <laughs> immediately. Good on Okabe for knowing to stand to the side. It's not that. It's uh, what's going on. He, he doesn't hear anything happening anymore. And he just hears like the table hitting the fucking door. And, he, and then he opens up the door and just <laughs> side and the table falls out. Yep. Yeah. So good. I, I just love that moment of silence and then you hear fucking a table hitting the door. <laughs> yeah, then he fucking football tackles her. Yep. And restrains her and kisses her so the old lady doesn't figure out what's happening. Which this is uh, not a great uh, shipping scene. Hopefully the route, the the Moika route in the visual novel plays out a little better. Yeah, but I, dude, I knew it was going to be hard for them to fucking work this into it, but I think they did a pretty good job. That was I mean, a, yeah, this, all this, everyone's course of action here makes perfect sense. But in a sense where I'm supposed to be like, yes, I'm shipping this, hell no. Um, and I fucking love that she bites him. 
Yep. Because I was thinking, like, wait, he's kissing you to stop you from talking. Just fucking bite him, dude. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, she bites him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, dude, this, this scene, like, still, like, just continuation. The whole fucking apartment is just so raw. Yes. Dude, this next part is, like, the, the whole rest of this episode is heavy as hell. Oh, basically, she, you know, she's just demanding her phone back and starts to get, like, pleading, like, what do I have to do to get my phone back? And he says, tell me about the D-mail you sent and I'll give you the phone back. And then she is reluctant. She won't betray uh, her can't group. can't betray FB, dude. Or FB. And Okabe starts to try and talk some sense into her being like, you haven't heard from them in like three days. They cut you off. You're done. You're going to fucking die in four days or two days Whoa. or whatever. Alone and abandoned and betrayed. Like, they don't care about you. <laughs> Yep. Uh, then Moika has her flashback. We go back to the roof um, where she gets the text from FB bringing her into the rounders. Well, she's, she's about to kill herself. And then, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then she gets the text. Which um, I don't think I ever wrote it because like I, I, I guess because my mind wasn't actually connecting it to anything at that point. Um, she refers multiple times through this whole ordeal uh, as FB being like a mother. Basically, FB is um, making a whole feel like she's somebody. Yes. Uh, shit. Yeah, well, we talked about Okabe telling her about the time machine. Well, he tells her about the time machine, then he does the whole thing about uh, she's got to die and be abandoned and whatever. And then she fucking breaks down and holy shit, dude. This is probably like some of the best crying I've ever heard in an animated show. Like whenever someone cries in fiction, it's usually like it's always so clean and feels like acted. But her crying is very like stuttery and guttural and hoarse. It, it like it, it doesn't sound like it sounds like someone's actually fucking crying. It is not pleasant. Yeah, dude, this man, I I usually don't trust people on the internet, but they were fucking right. This is a very, I think, well-written show. Well, you remember the last time you listened to the advice of the internet? Nope, nope. I don't remember uh, my first pick at all. If this show manages to have as hard a turn as Evangelion did in the last four episodes, like if it has been so good and then the last four episodes are absolute fucking dog shit to the point where we hate it, I like that's almost commendable in its own way. I mean, that, that means we can now uh, we can excuse <laughs> Anthony's picks from now on. No, that just means I'm, I'm done with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. I think there's a very real possibility that I take issue with the ending. That, it won't be a big torn like Evangelion was. Yeah, no, I think this is gonna come out a really good show, regardless. But yeah, while well, she's just a fetal and crying on the floor. Okabe starts going through her phone, and again, cold motherfucker, dude. He got to save my He's so done with all of this. I know. Yeah. But but just, like, watching the transformation of Okabe through these past, like, eight episodes has been wild. And, and this is where we get, like, Moika thinks uh, FB is a woman. Yeah. Um, and holy fuck, Moika. Because Okabe is like, okay, tell me who FB is. Moika's like, I don't know. We've never talked on the phone. We've never met. Uh, if they met me, they'd hate me. Yikes. <laughs> Just with such certainty. Like, what the hell, girl? Yikes. Come on. I mean, you have a checkered belt. You're already 10 times better than most of these chicks. 
Just saying, Chris, not no Checo Bell. Checo Bells. See, she wears her coat long too. She wears on her sleeves. She doesn't even wear on her shoulders. It's so weird. I'm just saying, I love the checkered belt buckle. It's so good. It's such a good burn looking Burn all belt ties, belt. burn all belts. <laughs> Okabe finds the text. And <laughs> we, as we cut back and forth between him and Moeka, or not Moeka, uh, Makase, we see that time has stopped again or whatever the fuck is happening. I wonder if they're going to talk. Do you think they're going to address that? The time what? stopping? Yeah. Like why the watch keeps breaking and why the hourglass stops draining every time Mayuri dies. I I don't know what what's the reason behind that. I don't think it's I think it's I think it's already been explained. You do? Yeah, yeah. Like it's I think it's the same reason that like like that the IBN mm-hmm. is not like it they're finding different ways for that to be not in the picture, right? One time it's broken, one time it's sold, one time it's straight up captured and taken to the France or on the French plane or whatever. It's like the the only point is that it's not getting to Okabe. Same thing with Mayuri's death. One day she gets pushed into a thing. One day she gets whatever. It's just the point is she's not there anymore. So it doesn't matter how they stop. They just keep stopping. Yeah, but why would an hourglass stop draining? It's just in that same realm of like it's always going to stop. It does like it doesn't matter how like it doesn't matter if they say like yeah but that's a weird thing for an hourglass to do <laughs> uh, yeah but it's also a weird thing to like if they really wanted that use a goddamn clock that's also a really weird thing to get shoved in by a nine-year-old into a subway dude it happens uh, yeah and so hourglasses breaking happens too you give me one example of that happening in real life i will concede that point <laughs> all right <laughs> video of hourglass stopping <laughs> Well, I mean, the the way I look at it, it's like I just kind of it's it's so dumb to like focus on this, but like just imagining three sand particles all meeting at the same time and nothing can get through now. I don't think that that does that does no fucking way, dude. I'm wondering I'm wondering if it's like future Okabe that's like causing this to tell them that Mary's about to die. Well, no, no, no. I told you why, and then you said specifically why. So I'm thinking the relative term is it's just in that it doesn't like that the reason doesn't matter why it's stopping. It's just. Or the physical, the physical reason of it stuff. Okay, I mean, so so that that basically answers my question. You don't think there's anything to it? No, I think when the IBN gets gets taken there or whatever, and Mayuri gets her death gets prevented, I think the time will work. Then, I think it's all part of the same loop of okay, we're not at one yet, so these things are still going to continue to happen until we get one. Yeah, sure, but just like yeah. Mayuri or not Mayuri, just like Moeko would kill herself in all those timelines until they get fixed. As well. It's all part of the same timeline. These things are always going to happen no matter what until we get to one. When this series ends, I'm going to Google, if they don't explain it, I'm going to Google it. I'm going to find a Reddit post that is way too long. And you're going to feel like (laughs) such a dumbass. (laughs) Who, me? Yeah. Why? Because it's going to explain why it stops. It's going to tip to, and it's going to probably start off with, you're going to send it to me. It's going to start off with, I think. like. Yeah, but it's going to be a better theory than the sand got clogged. Well, I did, like I said, I don't know about the physical thing. I'm just saying that that could make sense. Monkey, let's talk to you. I said, I think it's Okabe that's doing it. I think this is a way for him to signal the fact that Mayuri is about to die. So you. Well, how's Okabe physically stopping a fucking hourglass? Let's, yeah, let's, let your turn, bitch. Well, effectively stopping time because not only does the hourglass stop, but, you know, Mayuri's watch also breaks. Even though she just wound it. Wait, so you think they're actually stopping time? I, I think something time fucky is happening. I think Okabe is sending, si- future Okabe is sending signals 
causing time to stop, like around Okabe to tell Mori's about to die. Or it could be a disturbance of the timeline. Yeah, I think that I, that's kind of where my thinking is. I think it, I don't know that's necessarily like an intentional time stoppage on some point, or even necessarily time stopping. But I, I think it's more of like a paradoxical thing of time is getting fucked in some way, and time itself is basically like I don't, I don't know what to do. Uh, where the fuck are we? Found the text. Time. Oh yeah, time stop. Sending. He sends it. It didn't work again. Um, yes. Everything is still the same, and he decides he's going to go look for FB. It's the only person she's going to listen to. Yeah. Yep. And he confronts uh, Moeka again and basically tells her, like, listen, the world has decided that you die at this time. But I think, fuck that. I'm going to fight the world. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to bend Such the shit to my will. Such a good fucking line, dude. Yeah. And he says, you basically only listen to what FB says. So he's looking for FB's phone. So he's able to send Moeka a message. Yeah, and he's about to leave, and then she tells him that the IBN is in a coin locker. And that is the end of episode 19. Anything else on 19? Yeah, I was wondering about the hourglass and how it stops. I was wondering. Um, I think the sand just got clogged because of moisture. Okay. Probably not worth looking at that further. (laughs) See, when you guys do this, you make me want to explain it again. Episode 20, finalize Apoptosis. Uh, at the beginning, we get a quick, uh, we see the end of 19 again. Um, and then before we cut over to uh, back to the lab, Okabe is about to lose his shit. Uh, Makase chills him out, basically tells him, like, hold on, we have to be smart about this. Like, we got to figure this out and talks him through, like, you know, we have to return to the original line to fix everything. Okabe decides to go stake out the IBN to figure out who FB is. And Moeka decides to join him because um, she wants to see FB too. And she brought, brought bread as a peace offering, which Okabe begrudgingly accepts. <laughs> we go over to back to Makase and Mayuri for a bit. And Mayuri is sad because her and Okabe haven't talked in a long time. It feels like, which, holy shit, Mayuri, you're right. They really haven't interacted in so many episodes yeah, yeah but kinda... i think it's only been like a day or something like that <laughs> yeah in their time it's been like a couple of days <laughs> yeah or mayuri's time anyway still sad they come start coming back to the lab just in case things have been too heavy they give us another adorable tutu moment <laughs> uh nai even calls uh makase assistant odechan also good yeah and she sounds like Ugh. My name's Karisu. Um, they talk a bit to Mr. Braun, who is upping their rent again, and also <laughs> says something about like Okabe being sick. But then, and this this must be like a thing in Japanese culture. So I, I want to know if you guys ever heard this before, because there was last night when I was playing Yakuza, um, there someone else made a joke about this like exact same thing, um, where Mr. Braun says, is, you know, he's saying like, oh, maybe Okabe's sick, but idiots don't get sick. Hmm. Yeah, I've never heard anything about it. I think I've watched an enemy that has something like that, but I can't remember where it came from. Okay. If you know, if you can, I, I mean, I'm sure I could Google it, but if you're listening to this and you can explain uh, why idiots don't get sick to me, uh, do it. It's probably the, one of the few times I will condone adding me. <laughs> it's probably because they're too dumb to cat to cats 
Good thing to say. Yeah, it's probably something stupid, but I'm curious still. Uh, then Braun says, you know, Okabe's real lucky that, you know, he's got this place to live. He's got friends like you guys. Okabe's doing real good for himself. Hmm. Um, Moeka gets a message from FB. It says, M4 was right. No one works as hard as M4. Which, uh, which Okabe, you know, takes her phone and reads it uh, with her permission. Um, and we learned that M4 is a name, is a secret name that FB gave to Moeka and only the two of them know it. Uh, then someone comes and gets the IVN. They follow him. They hand it off. We see the tattoo guy from earlier. Yep. Um, and we follow him until they lose it on the train. <laughs> and Okabe's like, God damn it. And goes in time jumps. Dude, you're such a fucking nerd. <laughs> Dude, look at that shit. That's not fucking sand. I know. <laughs> I just thought it'd be funny. Yeah, so they jump back and they start following him again. Uh, eventually, it gets handed off to Mr. Braun, who puts it on his truck, and they follow him to his shop. There's <laughs> a good little bit of dialogue here where uh, <laughs> they're in the car and... Okabe's like, so you, have you driven since you got your license? <laughs> Okabe's like, nope. Please drive safely. <laughs> yeah, please drive safely. Um, we go to August 15th, which is the day Moeka, or we tick over into August 15th, midnight, which is the day Moeka is uh, supposed to die. Um, they're staking out Braun's shop. Eventually, uh, the IBM gets picked up. They follow it again. And it gets on a plane to France. Where CERN is, conveniently. Hmm. I wonder who picked up the package. But the point is, we don't. they were trying to find FB. They don't care where the IBN's going. Yeah, I think they know uh, that even if they like somehow try to go grab it, the FB, or the, the 5100's gone. Until they can get back to the original timeline. Yeah. Well, until they can reverse Moeka's thing. Because as we know, that's not the original timeline. Makase meets up with them. And then they go to Braun's house, where he tries to, he tries to make a joke about the rent. It's like, ah, you owe me six thousand dollars. I thought you were here to give me the six thousand extra dollars you owe me for your rent. And they <laughs> say nothing. He's like, oh, this is the part where you say, what? what? That's a thousand more than you said. <laughs> Everyone has a really good fucking Okabe impression. Yeah, Okabe one. Yeah, and Okabe, my man, straight to the goddamn point. <laughs> He's done with this shit, bro. Yeah, he's like, who the fuck is FB? What's going on? <laughs> Let's just do it, Mr. Braun. And uh, he he still plays around a little bit, but then he drops the M4, which lets us and them know that he is FB. I don't think any of us saw that coming, right? We didn't predict that at any point. No, I uh, checked all the logs earlier today, and yeah, none of us thought that, he was, that FB was going to be Braun. We didn't think the only person with a B in their name was going to be <laughs> FB. No, I did. I did make it like a. I did. I wasn't going to mention this, but you know how his daughter's name is Nay or whatever. Yep. I think. Uh, isn't Suza uh Suza who right? That's her name. Suz Suzuhara. Suza yeah Suzuhara. Her mother's name is Amane. No, her name is Amane. Oh, is it? Yeah. Or no? Well, her name is uh like. Hashida Suzuhara, technically, but she didn't know that she was Daru's daughter, so she wasn't initially Hashida, she was Amane. Yeah, who was her mom. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you're right, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So I was kind of like, Nay, Amane, uh, time travel, I don't know. Uh, well, her name is Nai, N-A-E. 
Amane uh, is spelled N-E. Well, that's fair. We learned that he took his name from Ferdinand Braun, um, who was a, a Nobel piece or a Nobel Prize winner in physics, um, who made like giant strides in uh, radio and television technology and that kind of stuff. And then he's like, let's go talk somewhere. My daughter is it. So we're at the construction site and Mr. Braun is just like, screw it. I'm going to tell you guys everything because why the hell not? Um, <laughs> and this is why I wanted to make uh, make sure that it was clear that Moika says that FB is like a mother um, because Mr. Braun goes on to say, yeah, he messages a lot of people in the organization and when he does, he does it under the guise of the person that they need most. It makes it easier to connect with them and he does it completely over text because it makes it easier to ignore them when he's done with them too, <laughs> which is super fucked. Yeah, so bad. They have uh, <laughs> Okabe and Braun yell at each other a bit about uh, Amane because Okabe's like, look, Amane fucking did all this and we're going to make it worth it. And he yells back, what the fuck do you know about her? <laughs> which is, I thought, dude, I think they did such a great job with Mr. Braun in this scene. Um, he to this point he's basically been a non-character, but I feel like this is pretty much all he needed. Like it, they 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 make him this like cold, calculating, manipulative dude, but at the same time he still has the stuff he cares about and the fact that he's so quick to. As soon as uh, Suzuhara's name is invoked, he's so quick to jump on it and yell back and be like, "Fuck you! She is so important to me. You piece of shit! I will yep. kill you." Yeah, I was still, I'm still, still processing all that. <laughs> Just that whole fucking scene. Any any particular things you'd like to try and? No, I I'm just trying to think if I want to believe that they. So a thought process would be would be like um, so like he was throughout the whole thing he was kind of the the neighbor downstairs right and then mm-hmm. always the landlord. Oh yes, yeah, the landlord downstairs, and then we figure out that we're ninety eight eight point five percent sure that it's he's FB, but we have no other reason other than his last name, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm just trying and to you know think. he has to have some relevance to the story, just metatextually, but yeah, yeah, or they wouldn't have really put him in there. Uh, I mean, well, to be fair, fucking devil's a part timer, and the landlord there. No, dude, she had importance, or not like to the actual series, but she I bet she has more down the line because she turns out to be like a magic lady or like a watcher or something. Yeah. I'm just trying to like wrap my head around like, I because I, personally, I, I, I like to call out like when shows like put in a character and then like they're like, okay, we're going to like kill this person off or we're going to like, we're going to tie up their storyline now. So mm-hmm. now let's make them uber important in this like last five minutes that you're going to see them and not spread them out throughout the whole series. Uh-huh. Totally. And like Game of Thrones did it terribly with uh, the daughter of Cersei when they, when she, right before she died, she got the most on-screen time. in like almost- <laughs> Yeah. You can always see it coming a mile away, dude. As soon as like, as soon as someone speaks two lines, you're like they're dead. <laughs> yeah, and they, they could have easily thrown in a few five minute snippets beforehand, but it, it, right, I digress on that. Uh, but like, I'm just trying to make sure like it all makes sense that like, you know what I mean? I'm just trying to make sure that that doesn't apply here. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, in a way, yes. Right. Like the, 
this is exactly what you're talking about. Like we get to the scene and I think it's very much we're 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 done with Mr. Braun. I think. I mean, it, I could definitely see him having some minor role in the last four episodes. Yeah. But I, I think for the most part, we're done with him. We we got a quick wrap on his character arc. But at the same time, um, I don't think it's that exact same thing because he's supposed to have been this shadowy unknown figure. Yeah, I, that's that's kind of where I'm like been processing is like I because I don't feel bad about what happened here at all. And I want to make sure that I'm not being hypocritical <laughs> in myself, you know. Um, when I call these things up, because it's a different situation, right? Because he's, you know, like you said, he's supposed to be shadowy. He's supposed to be behind the scenes. He's supposed to like, it's another word I'm looking for. He still has like, he's not that one dimensional character either. Because he has, like you said, the thing you care about. He loves Suzuhara. He loves his daughter. And then he just got wrapped up in this fucking thing that he mm-hmm. now has no control over, but he's still cold collected. He's good at his fucking job. <laughs> yeah. And it's really hard to like, it's really hard to process. Like you get all that information in three minutes. So that that's kind of where I was like leaning at because I did watch this about four or five hours ago and then I went straight into other stuff. But <laughs> same. But yeah, I because I, I like I like I, I like the Braun character. I do. Yeah, and, and I mean like just just to build off that, this we're still in the middle of, or we we get into his big speech, which I I I I'm not totally clear on if this is supposed to be literal or metaphorical. Maybe a mix of the both. <laughs> Or he's talking about like, have you ever slept in a sewer? <laughs> I think that part was real. Yeah, and that, but the spider web part is like metaphorical, right? The thread, yeah, yeah, the thread. Yeah, he's okay. like, I was given a thread and I climbed it, and this is where I, this is where I'm at. Yeah, because he, he basically says he slept in a sewer and he was so like fucked up and decrepit um, that the rats thought he was dead and were trying to eat him while he was still alive. Uh, but eventually, he was given a thread as thin as a spider's, and he climbed it. Um, he climbed as high as he could and then eventually he was a puppet on a string and then he's like and then at that point there's no escape there you once you're a puppet you're a puppet for life and then he pulls a gun and shoots Moeka while Nye's alarm clock is going off yep mm. and the longest death scene ever then he goes on to say I mean it's basically some gang shit right or like most organization stuff of no one gets out. If you get out, you're dead. Yeah. Yep. Traders die. You complete your mission. You die. That's it. I'm wondering about his timeline though, because he he moved in with an Anami, right? At the end though. Amane? No. He moved into her house. Yeah, but he met her as a grandma, not grandma, but as an old person. Yep. So how did he get into this organization to begin with? He was already in it. Probably. He's been in it since he was younger, I would imagine. Yeah, you're right. We don't get an official timeline on him, so it's it's a little... Yeah, it's a little bit weird. I don't know how he got into this organization, but I mean, I if they don't tell us, they don't tell us. I don't really... It's just really weird. I, I don't think well, they Well, I mean, he, he, got, he got the Moeka treatment, I think. Like, he was on the end of his rope, life-wise, whether he was gonna kill himself or he was just, like, dying because he couldn't survive, and then someone's like, hey, come join our organization come do a thing we have a job for you and he accepted and then he did what they told him to until he eventually got his current role and became that person okay i mean i guess you're right about that i guess that could have happened after anami died i don't know i I don't think amane is huh hold on you get what i'm saying now yeah because we because uh obike abake nope Okabe. Okabe. <laughs> no, but Okabe, um, what's it called? He does talk about Anami in the in the house. 
Invisibon's like, yeah, you, you don't say that. Like, you don't say yeah. that name. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. That's actually kind of interesting. I mean, I guess he it probably had would have had to have been pretty young for Mister Bond. That I think I think that's something worth looking into when we're done with the series as well, because that that's actually a really good question. And Mayoka's death scene is way too long. I'm just gonna throw that out right now for a very minor character. Like she's super minor. <laughs> you think she's a minor character? She only shows up like five episodes. I think everyone can be considered a minor character except for um honestly oh dude even like in terms of screen time and actual like what they do with their screen time i think you could even call like mayuri a minor character i know it's sad even though mayuri is best goal but that leads to my point where i don't think any of these characters are really minor characters um i think nai is the truly only minor character mm, yeah so far who knows <laughs> Um, Mr. Braun has a fucking great line here um, because Okabe previously was yelling at him like you're just CERN's dog and after he shoots Moeka he's like I'm worse than a dog I'm a cattle yeah Mr. Braun's pretty fucking self aware yeah and he's like yeah he. I mean the whole thing is like is he's just good at his job he's not like I just he's not a fucking <laughs> he doesn't get home and watch the Joker and jerk himself off to it because he just wants to watch the world burn or whatever he He's just good he, at his job. <laughs> yeah, he, he got roped into something when he was not in a position to reject it, really. And he knows he can't and get out. He, and now he can't get out, yeah. And now he has something he cares about, which is nigh. And he can't get out because he cares about somebody. Yeah, and if he runs, then they target her. Yep. And that's why he suits himself. Mm-hmm. He's like, I failed my mission, but it's fine. Nye doesn't know anything. And then shoots himself. Yep. Fuck. Yeah, it, it fucking Okabe runs over, and, and I I think this is such a great touch because he try, he runs over trying to stop him, fails, and then he gets over there and like he throws up. Yep, <laughs> at Mister Braun's body, so the like, police can decipher he's the killer. Well, I <laughs> no, that's not why it's a great touch. It's a great touch for me because he's been through all this shit and he's so cold. And to see the guy that's putting it through all of them is like, it, it just puts like a visceral thing on the scene. And shit's getting real for everyone, including Okabe. Yep. And then um, Moeka wakes up and she's like, can you hold my hand? <laughs> oh, is no, she my calls hand? him over and she apologizes. Yep. Because he didn't die. Sorry. She had the longest death scene ever, but she didn't die. And then she's going to die. Man, I hate that so much. Either die or don't die. It's not that hard, you guys. I, uh, dude, I thought like her following with the alarm going off was actually really cool. Oh no, I, I was like, why, why is he like she's falling way too long, you guys? Like, I did not like it. I thought it was too long, and the fact that she didn't die from that is kind of dumb too. Uh, I mean, contrary to popular belief, you don't die instantly when you get shot with a bullet. No, Typically. no, it's it's not that. It's just like she's like, oh, let me just uh, bring out my last words, and then I die. That doesn't I mean, work either. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know, but welcome to fiction. I'm just saying, Mr. Bond shot himself in the head. He didn't get no last words. Yeah, that's that's one of the uh, that's one of the ones that's uh, pretty quick. But yeah, getting shot if you miss the heart, but you still hit an artery, you're still gonna eventually bleed out. It just the literally the heart has to pump the blood out, so you literally can't die until your heart pumps it out. Mm, I'm just saying, uh, Mr. Bond, it's fiction and everything. I'm surprised he didn't have a last uh, goodbye message. He did, Mr. Braun. Yeah, he already he got his out, and then he shot himself through a fucking temple, and that yeah. <laughs> you're just done. <laughs> yeah, Okabe is kind of losing his shit. 
um, at Moika dying. Makase snaps him back into reality, yelling at him like, yo, we, we got a thing to do. Let's go. Yeah, get the phone. Send that text message. Uh, he sends the D-mail. Fuck. And then, boom, we snap to Moika's apartment because it worked. And we go get our IBN. And it's back, boys. Yeah. <laughs> well, first, uh, Daru's at the convention, so Okabe has to go back in time to get Daru's ass to work. That that was, it was a pretty nice touch. <laughs> it was not needed, but that's pretty funny. Yeah, they're hanging out. Daru's working. Okabe and Makase are drinking some Dr. Pepper together on the couch. Okabe's looking, he's looking pretty content. He's looking pretty happy, having a good time. Makase's joking around like, hey, guess we're back to the first email. What was the one where I got stabbed, right? Would you try to feel me up or something? And then Okabe and the audience. Oh no. Oh, Hold yuck. on. Wait. And yeah, that that's where we fucking leave it. Him Fuck going, dude. oh shit, there's one more email. I almost want to watch the fucking. I'm dude, I'm very, very, very nervous. <laughs> uh, how are they gonna end it? Uh remember back when we did the first episode and I said I didn't pause to read it but i think okabe's text said i just stabbed someone do you guys remember me saying that no dude vaguely i, I think you're trying to make yourself self sound no smart. no he's he, he said something because uh, we did discuss it because we get the email or um he daru and okabe talk about the email he's like oh yeah you sent me that email last week about oh, the um, text message Makase getting stat. Well, it's all emails. Oh, yeah, but on the phone. Not yeah, text yeah. messages. Please, Anthony, get your technology correct. Um, it's broken up into three parts about Makase getting stabbed, and I didn't go back and rewind, um, but I think it said, like, it flashed real quick. I think it said that he stabbed her. Like, the message said, I think I stabbed Makase. Uh, I don't think so. I could be wrong. I didn't go back and check, but... I'm pretty sure that... That's not the case. But, dude, if, if that, I, I'm very curious to go back and read that text. If you go watch that shit, do, do not tell me, Anthony, because that's a f- fucking wild, like, placement <laughs> to, if that's the route they're going to go, uh, which is very possible. Um, I, I was I saying just, last week. I completely week, forgot what the first email was. It was Okabe saying, shit, someone's dead. Someone got stabbed. Oh, was it an accidental one? No, we never got <laughs> real context on it. Okabe just gets the text that someone got stabbed. Yep. And it, well, and it was Makase. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely have to rewatch. Um, if I want that full context. Or I can just like blindly go into it. I don't know. I kind of want to be able to explain stuff. I was saying last week, I don't, I did not think they earned a Makase killing ending, but the way the show is going, I think they definitely <laughs> could, and I don't want it. But also, at this point, I don't know that I come out of the show the way it is right now. Again, they could totally flip me in the past four in the next four episodes. I don't know that I come out of this show totally satisfied if someone dies between Makase, Okabe, and Mayuri, and it's not Okabe. Because I, I, I don't. I don't I don't see how you wrap that story in a satisfying way for Okabe with him alive and one of those two dead. I mean, it's just it's um what's it called it's Okabe and Mayuri. Um Mayuri is the best girl, so of course they didn't get married and have a lot of children. 
he forgets he forgets about Chris and uh they live on with their life. All right, well that's just fucking fan fiction. But, <laughs> but this show is written by people who are who know how to write. <laughs> so I mean everybody know Time Heals uh Time Heals Hearts. How does that fucking look? Time all Heals wounds. All Wounds. Which is like actually most things these days say actually fuck that time does not heal all wounds. <laughs> things hurt forever, fuck off. So thoughts? questions takes going into our final i'm pretty pumped i think i'm gonna rewatch that first episode or at least try to get the context on the first email so i can like so when they actually explain it i'm not like wait what you know mm-hmm. i'm gonna actually like that's the only thing i want to rewatch is that what do you guys think of this as the ending this hot takes is fizzle we just in a continuous time loop no from oak bay's design no nope nope um Anthony? I don't think it works for this. Like, oh, we just stay in a time loop to keep everybody alive? Yep. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying mm-hmm. I would not like it that much for this story. I think the story has an ending. I agree. I mean, I, I think with all the buildup, we definitely jump world lines. It's just how we get there. Yeah, I think we jump world lines too. I really don't know. I this is I, I this like I had I think a lot of theories growing up to this, but now I'm just like, dude, let's fucking go. I want this to be next Tuesday. <laughs> I'm excited to watch a finale, and I'm, I'm, I think I'm gonna have to like. I don't think I'm gonna wait. I'm too gonna long. do my best to wait. I eh. think I'm gonna knock it out a couple days ahead than I usually do, just because I really want to know what's happening. I might do it a day in advance because if it is really, really good, I'd like a day to like digest it. Yeah, exactly. But no, that's that's about all I got, guys. I know I didn't have a whole hell of a lot, but that's because like I don't know. I don't know how you really talk about shipping other than like there's just a lot of guilty. Uh, just like the guilt build up and just like the whole like we're it, this is definitely we're coming to an end yes very soon yeah th- these episodes i mean i talked a lot but that's because i'm just taking us through it yeah um they really i don't think was a lot to drill down on in these episodes despite the fact that i thought they were really good they are really good but it, it was very it was very mo- very momentous i mean these episodes were all about choices that uh side characters have to think about the death yeah. of the dad. Um, mm-hmm. Well, we kind of touched on the idea of like, you know, they have to sacrifice last week. Yeah. And we just had it backwards, I guess. Yep. <laughs> Favorite characters? Any changes? Uh, Okabe with the Ferris is coming up hot on the heels right now. Oh, baby. You on that Ferris train. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. Let's fucking... You can be the conductor, but I'm going to help you shovel that coal, brother. Let's go. Nyan, nyan, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, Mario, doing do-do-do, uh, brought me back, and I'm still in whole camp. <laughs> Dude, I... Tutor is freaking adorable. I, I'm just saying, you guys, uh, Mario, um, what's good? Gets a uh, dad death, a uh, Mr. Braun death, Maroka death, just to keep her alive. So, best goal. That's what I'm saying. Okay, but we, okay, but we wouldn't be doing this to anybody else. Well, everything changing that is what caused her death, though. So it's not like they're killing people to save her. They're fixing time. I, I Yeah, I'm still firmly on Okabe. Although, honestly, Taro had a good episode tonight. Did he? Yeah, with him what? playing porn games in the background and then having oh, his fucking yeah, head die strategy yeah. guide. Yeah, he, he did. I mean, it wasn't like, but it was... I like I like when they can make a dirty character and it. I know they haven't done this completely with Daru, but they did. I think after his, re, I'm gonna call it his redemption arc. <laughs> after like, you he know, after basically he hugs, yeah, and then like he's not being weird to the women so far. He's just 
you know, he's he's self-containing his own weirdness inside his yeah, bubble. Yeah, he's still which a pervert. Is, it's fantastic. Like, that's how people should be. If you're going to be weird, just contain it within yourself. You can express mm-hmm. it, but just keep that shit, you know, keep your hands to yourself. Next time on My First Anime, will Anthony find justification for his crazy hourglass theory? <laughs> Listen, guys, I've been up all fucking night, okay? If the, if there's water gets inside an hourglass, it can be a condensation problem because they didn't properly fill it with nitrogen, okay? Will Monkey ever contribute? <laughs> To the next episode previews. Uh, wait a minute. Let me let me think. Uh, no, wait, wait. My first cent. Nope, that's 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 not how that goes. We'll always accept the fact Mayuri and Okube have a relationship at the end. Listen, that's fine. It's just like you have to understand. I spent the whole series building up Makase. So if we're gonna just try and cast off Makase, they're clearly in love with each other. I mean, all the flirtation that's happening. <laughs> Find out next time on my. First anime. Stars Gate's gonna be real sad. Thanks again for listening to my first anime. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends and leave a review. It really helps. I'm Chris Bailey, and you can find me on Twitter at Chris R. Bailey or hear me play pretend on the actual play.network podcast. And finally, thanks to Slink for the use of 12 Speed as our intro and Winnie the Moog for the use of Speed Energy as our outro. You can come to my stream. ST Monkey at Twitch, where the O is a zero in Monkey, so make sure you guys remember that. I play single player games and multiplayer games, well, sometimes multiplayer games, Tuesdays and Fridays afternoons. You can also follow my Twitter at ST Monkey, also O is a zero, and my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is mostly containing dog photos of my dog. He's a poodle. And Situ. You can reach out and contact us on Twitter at MyFirstAnime or uh, email at MyFirstAnimePodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel so inclined, my personal Twitter and Instagram are both Sir Paperplate, where you will find only pictures of my cat. And once again, thanks for listening to My My First First Anime. Anime.